The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Immediately he made the disciples get into a boat and go ahead to the other side where he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed a strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why do you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So today we continue our series on friendship. And last week I talked about the characteristics of friendship, on, on how do we classify it, on building a, a foundation to establish friends. And this week I want to talk a little bit about the biblical examples of friendship. Because thinking about our connections really do matter. I recently heard this saying, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Or as Jim Rohn once said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who you are spending your time with, how does that affect the person that you are? There are many different types of people that we are drawn to. I have friends who really bring out the adventurous side in me. There's some things that I would des definitely not do on my own, but I have certain friends that if they say, hey, Joe, let's go and do this, I say, yes, I'm right into that. They inspire me to take on different kinds of challenges. I have other friends who are very studious. Now, I am one to admit I was never the best student growing up. Um, and one of the reasons why I didn't really want to go to seminary right away is because I thought, oh, four more years of school, I don't know if I really want to do that. But I have friends who are studious, who, who like to read for pleasure, and they inspire me to do that on my own. And I find myself doing that more and more and more. The Bible talks about different kinds of friends, but I want to focus this morning on two friends that King David had that really changed the direction of his life. Now, David wasn't someone who was thought to be a future king. If you remember, David was one, the last of many, many sons, and he was the, the least likely to be thought that he was going to grow up to be someone successful. He was a little guy. He was, he was scrawny. He wasn't really well liked. His brothers were, were, were big and strong and handsome and smart. But one day, Samuel, 
who was a friend to David, made him a better person. Because Samuel saw things in David that God saw. At the time, God had rejected Saul Saul as king. So God called Samuel to anoint the next king. So Samuel went to the house of Jesse, which is Jesse was David's father. He went to, to the house of Jesse and he said, I'm going to anoint the next king. And he went up to Jesse's oldest son. And he, and he thought, surely this is the person that is going to be the next king. He's talented. He's handsome. He's charismatic. And, Jesus, and God said no. Then he went to the next son. Well, surely, if it wasn't the firstborn, it must be the secondborn. And God said no. And they went down the line until they got to David. And Samuel thought, surely this is not the person that is supposed to be. But God said to David, yes. And Samuel didn't understand. Why did he pick David? And God said, you look on the outside to determine the worth of a person. But I look on the inside and determine what the heart says. God saw something in David that no one else saw. And God put that on the heart of Samuel. So in 1 Samuel we read, The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers, And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. No one could have imagined the things that David was going to do just by looking at him. They didn't see the inside, his heart. But God saw it. Samuel saw it. And it was because of the friendship that Samuel had with David that David went on to do great things. Do you have someone in your life, a friend, who helps you be a better version of you? I have a friend who uh, is Chris, is his name. And he helps me become a better version of myself. I know that whenever I'm struggling with whatever it is in my life, I know that Chris is going to be there for me. He's he's there to help, to inspire me. He's there to to help motivate me, to encourage me in whatever I am doing. And I remember a few months ago, I was having a really bad day. It didn't seem like I was able to do anything right. It's one of those days where you're like, I just want to give up and go home and go back to bed and start again. But suddenly, out of the blue, Chris calls me. And he said, Joe, we haven't talked for a while. I just wanted to call and check in to see how you were doing. And this was perfect timing. I, I said, Chris, you know, I, I honestly, I, I'm not having a very great day. And, and I told him a little bit about what was going on. And, and he, uh, he really pressed in on and said, well, Joe, what can you do to really help make this day a successful day? And we talked for a while and he reminded me of some of the value that I can bring into the world. He helped me see the bigger picture on, yeah, some of these things not be, might not be going right today, but look at the bigger picture. He encouraged me and he completely turned my day around. God knew I needed that conversation. And God brought Chris into my life on that day. 
The second person that I want to talk about that was in David's life that brought value and determination in his life was Jonathan. Jonathan was someone who gave David spiritual strength. Now, after David became king, he started seeing that he was having a lot of success, both as a king ruling over the kingdom, as well as a military leader. And people started to notice his success. And I don't know about you, but when things start to go right, it's easy for us to take credit for that and say, look what I was able to do. And that happened to David. His ego started to get the better of him. But then God brought Jonathan in to help direct his life back to God. And it was Jonathan who blessed him, who helped him really see, yes, David, you are doing great things. But remember, remember back in the beginning how God was there for you. Excuse me. We also need people in our lives to give us spiritual strength. We need to have friends who can reach out to us that we can pray with, who are there for us, who can remind us that God is there for us when we are having those times when we think that life is just completely unfair. In seminary, I was told um, that it's important for me to have a pastor. And quite honestly, when I heard that, and many of my classmates heard that, we, we thought, why would we, need, as a pastor, need a pastor? But over the years, I found that it is important for me to have someone who is out there that I know is praying for me. Someone that is out there that I know that I can go to when I have questions on how God might be moving in my life. Someone who I can go to who can remind me that, yes, God is in control. You are not in control. Which is one of the reasons why we have a community like Prince of Peace. So we can be here with and for one another. To support one another when we are going through difficult times. To celebrate with one another when we have things to celebrate. To point out to one another how God is moving in our lives. The last example of friendship is the one that we hear in the gospel lesson today. After feeding 5,000 people, Jesus and the disciples needed to get away. Jesus tells his disciples, get into this boat and go on to the other side of the lake and wait for me while I go up to the mountain and pray. Spend some time alone with God. And that's not only important to Jesus personally, but it's also a good example to Jesus' disciples and to us on the importance of prayer. But when the disciples are crossing the lake, a storm arises. The boat is tossed around the lake. They think they are going to die. This happens throughout the entire night. And the next morning, they start approaching the shore. And they see something a little ways off. And they 
They think it's a ghost, but it is in fact Jesus. And so full of adrenaline and just excitement to see Jesus and maybe be excited that they are still alive, that they didn't die in that storm that they just experienced. Peter has the confidence to walk out on the lake. He sees that Jesus is walking on the water and he too wants to have that experience. But what happens? He remembers the storm around him, the power of the water. He becomes afraid and he starts to sink. But immediately, Jesus reaches out and pulls him back in. Friends are there for one another to help pull up each other when we fall down. To help give each other confidence and courage Inspiration. Think about the people in your life. The ones who help you see. The ones who see things in you that God sees in you. The ones that encourage you. The ones that pull you out of the water when you start to sing. Take time this week perhaps to reach out to those friends and, and to thank them. And to be a source of encouragement in their lives as well. Because as good as it is to have those people in us to encourage us, to inspire us, to remind us how God is moving in our lives, to lift us up, it's important for us to be that for other people as well. And also to think about how are we as a church being a friend to our community. How are we helping our community be the best version of itself? You know, we are called as a church to be a community where God's people care. How are we showing that on a daily basis? There are so many ways to be someone's friend, to be there for someone. Thank you for all that you have done for so many people. Thanks be to God, in Jesus' name, amen.